Hello, welcome to the Rotating Build Podcast. Today I'm being joined by Patrick Monahan. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very well, I'm very well. I'm just hugging the podcast. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for coming along, Patrick. You were a uh, last-minute addition. You saved our hides, and you were absolutely fantastic. No, thank you. Well, it looked great when I turned up. I couldn't believe that you'd been on The Apprentice. I'm going to be on The Apprentice. <laughs> well, don't don't, uh, don't give everything away. That's going to be good fun. So I understand this year you're doing two shows, aren't you? Two shows. I'm doing uh, a play in the afternoon, 1.30 every day, and it's like a comedy play that I wrote, and it's... Um, because I wanted to do something a bit different. I, I write these routines all the time. Some of the stuff, you know, it's like when you write stand-up, sometimes you can't do it on, you, on your own stage. You need a few other people. So I turned one of them into like a story, like a routine, like a play. And then I'm actually doing another stand-up show in the evening, which is um, called The Disco Years. It's about growing up in the late 70s in Iran, growing up there, because my mum's Iranian, and then talking about that. So yeah, it's, about, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I saw a preview for that uh, when you came up to your yeah. It was absolute, it's a really no, excellent show. You. Yeah, no, it's really, good. really good fun. So the thing I'm going to ask you, because I know you're quite pressed for time and you, you need to rush off, but the question I'm asking all my guests is, what is the fringe this year for you? So. Uh, I mean, you're exploring new ideas this year a bit as well? Yeah, oh god, yeah. So it's just, well, I, I always come up to Edinburgh every year because um, what I do is I tour at the, at the end of it, so I bring shows up here that I can work, try and get the shows bulletproof, and then at the same time work on other routines. Because there's so many shows like yours, they're like these different shows where you can go around town and you can work and you can do other routines. So, like yesterday, I did seven shows, starting in the morning to like, like three in the, at night. So you're on stage constantly, probably, uh, probably, I must have been on stage yesterday for about maybe seven, eight hours of the day, where normally you wouldn't do that much stand-up in a week or a month when you do normal clubs outside of Edinburgh. So, and, and you don't want to do the same material all of it, so what I do is I work on different sets all through the day, so potentially, you know, you could work on, you know, seven, eight hours of material because you've got that much stage time in a day. Yeah, really? yeah. So what you're saying is everyone should come and find you at all your different venues because it is going to keep exactly. changing. <laughs> keep changing. Because it's different material plus it's different audience as well because if you do banter with the crowds and... So this is like a month-long workshop for you in a way. Yeah. This is you bouncing off live audiences. It's running crazy. Oh, exactly. And I, I, I mean, if anything, we should be paying the audiences because we're actually we're actually getting more out of it than they are. Don't tell them that because they... tell them. <laughs> they'll be um, having buckets and we have to put money into their buckets. That. So yeah, so just to finish off then, um, your shows are when, where, and how. So uh, the play is every day at one thirty at the Counting House um, uh, by the Pear Tree, and my stand-up show is at the Gilded Balloon, the Disco Lounge, every night eight fifteen at the Gilded uh, in the nightclub. Fantastic, and very thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Rotating Bill is on every night at quarter past 11 in the newsroom. We get special guests on every night. Patrick was a surprise guest tonight, so you literally have no idea what you're going to no. get sometimes. And it's lovely. Uh, well done. It's a nice venue. It's, it's a great film. It's well a beautiful venue. Patrick Monaghan, thank you thank so much. You. No, cheers. Thank you. Cheers, man. I'm not, listen, I'm like you. I'm always like that. Very optimistic, aren't you? When you meet people, you chat to people. I, this happens to be the other day. I'm coming out the station at Waterford Town, and this guy comes up to me, and I didn't know him. He just said, uh, said excuse me. Are you local? And I'm not local. And I said to him, I was honest, I said, I said, I'm not, no, sorry, I just got this train from you. I said, but look, I'm a nice person. I said, look, tell me where you're looking for. I've got Google Maps on my phone and I'll try and find it for you. And the guy said, no, 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 I just wanted to invite you to a discussion. And I thought, oh, no, I should have just gone. Right, I thought, nutter. And I thought, okay. Well, I was too nice. I said, okay, when is the discussion? Because then what I do is when he'd say, oh, it's in a couple of days, I say, I can't make it. I said, when's the discussion? 
and he said, the discussion is now between me and you. And I thought, oh my God, the alarm bells are ringing. At this point, you can't leave. You're stuck like this, something I've got to get out of here. And he's like this. And I said, I said, honestly, I'm really busy. I've got to go meet someone. But thank you very much for inviting me to this discussion that is happening just between us now. But I've got to do some other stuff, like real life things. And, and this bloke is crazy like this. And he, but he's nice, but crazy nice. And he said, just before you go, one quick question. And it's never a quick question when someone's mental. Right? It's never quick, is it? Never. It's never quick. This is the one thing that I'm not very good at, is quick stuff. It's not quick. It was like, it's not going to be like, what colour is the sun? It's yellow. Have a good day. I'm going. Right? So he, he's looking at me and he goes, one quick question. I said, okay. And he said, um, he, he really looked at me and wondered, do you believe in God? Now, this is the problem. Right? I love quizzes. And if I get a question, I've got to get it right, because I think there's a prize. <laughs> and, but that's one of them questions, isn't it, where you don't know what the right answer is. Someone's looking at me, and you're very good at these questions. If someone there, he's in the street, he's just right, said, do you believe in God? What do you say to that? No, good, good. That's a, that's a very confident answer that could get you killed. Um, <laughs> I haven't told you where I was when this happened, right? So I just, look, I, I, I didn't want to say that. I didn't know whether to say yes or no. I didn't want to get out of it. So I thought, oh my goodness. So I looked at the guy. And then I did something I did from when I was at school. I looked past the guy and I said, oh my God, have you seen that? And he turned and looked and I ran. And that's, I just kept running. I, this is the problem now, isn't it? This is the problem. You get, you get too nice now. And, and this is the thing. I, I'm a bit crazy. And this is one of the things I'll tell you this. And, and look, this, this is nice. There's only a handful of us. You can share stuff here. I have never, and you'll be surprised, I have never taken drugs in my life. Now, that is a shock, isn't it? That is a shock. Statistically speaking, some of us here are like me who've never taken drugs. Some people have. There's three people here. Statistically speaking, one of you will have taken drugs, maybe two of you, maybe three. It depends what your friend's house is like. Right? There's three there. <laughs> and look, we're all sharing here. No one's going to judge. Have you taken drugs in three of you? I haven't. You haven't? Good, good. <laughs> Don't answer you two, I think we're both there. Well done, well done. And the, and the lovely people here, the lovely lady, have you taken drugs? Yeah, well done. Of course you have that. Statistics speaking about these two, I love these two discussing and going, will you take these drugs? Because when he asks me, I don't want to see if there's any evidence on me. Right? Are you taking drugs? Are you taking drugs? Doesn't mind if you have. Do you drugs in? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the lovely couple, yeah. I mean, drugs, like, if you take drugs, it's not a problem if you have or you haven't. Drugs, have you taken drugs? Do you, like, uh, I'm, I'm looking at you, but I'm, I, I'm, I could ask him while I'm looking at you. <laughs> I think you've answered that question whether you've taken drugs. I think. Have you taken? Yes. You, yes, you. Yeah, of course, not a problem. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, I don't know what that was, but that was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, probably no. Probably, yeah, probably no. Okay, fantastic. Most of you have taken drugs. Do you know what? Most of you can take drugs because you're sensible, you can do that, right? You've got that strong willpower. Now, the bond that all of us have in this room is that every single one of us has thought about taking drugs and would like to take drugs. The two people here, right, 
who have taken drugs, your friend there has never taken drugs because he's like me, right? He's already mentally. Right? That is the, thing, that is the, thing. the reason he can't take drugs or hasn't taken drugs is because he can't have, like, you can't have a control of it like these guys, can you? Or like these guys. Or like this woman that was very good at brushing it off to other people. You're like me, well, we can't take drugs. Because the thing is, some people are not designed to take drugs. We're not built to take drugs because the thing is, we, we can't control ourselves like that. We're already crazy, and if we took drugs, it would have the opposite effect. Am I right? That's what it's like. If you took drugs, you're already mental. You do not need to take drugs to take, you can already catch up with everyone else without taking drugs. It would have the opposite effect to you. If I got drugs here now, I'd put a line here, you would take drugs, do you know what would happen? You would, it would make you go normal. Right? You'd wake up in the morning, that would be horrific. You'd wake up in the morning, you'd have a pension plan, you'd be working as an accountant, right? <laughs> These are not things that you need in your life, right? Stability. Look at her looking in her bag now for drugs. Look, right? <laughs> she just wants to see what'll happen. Quick, get some drugs out, see if it... Quick, let's see what sort of scheme plan he'll be on. Come on. And all my life, right? all, my, all my friends, I've seen people take drugs, not a problem. I've seen people do it, not a problem. Right, but they can handle it. They're very good at stopping and starting certain things, not a problem. I can't deal with addictions, I'm very bad. But recently, I saw this thing, and, they, and this is what they said. The scientists, after all the things we grew up with, people telling you, don't take drugs, it's bad if you don't take drugs. Recently, a couple of weeks ago, these um, scientists have put out and said, look, we should all take drugs. It's good, you should take it. There's a drug called LSD that all people should be should be prescribed on the NHS where every morning people should be made to take controlled amounts of LSD with your breakfast. What do you eat? I'm guessing you eat proper bread. Porridge, scrambled eggs, what do you what do you have in the breakfast? Toast. Toast, okay, maybe not for you. Okay, so you can't really put LSD on toast. Ridiculous. You probably have to put it into the butter and then spread it. Right? Don't just sprinkle it on, it'll just ruin the bread. But you've got not that I know this, I'm just guessing. And you would have that, and this is what they say, you've got to take controlled amounts of LSD in the morning. And what they're saying is, it actually has a positive effect on people. We would all be working at 100%. Our whole days, our whole creativity, our whole life, productivity, everything. We'd become better people, we'd be working 100% every day. And I think, yeah, that's good. But again, this is man-made thing. Do we really need to work at 100%? Some jobs, you don't need people to work at 100% there. Yeah. You don't need, some people do. You might have a good job. This guy has probably got a nice job. It's probably a sensible job. What is it? Uh, I'm not quite sure. You're not quite sure what your job is. <laughs> How much LSD did you take this morning? <laughs> You're not sure what your job is. That's amazing. Okay, is it because you're in between jobs, or is it because it's cash in hand and you don't want to say in case there's people here. I've got a feeling it's cash in hand. Because that is the right reaction. She's leaning forward going, don't tell anyone, he's taking cash. Is it cash? Good, okay. Are you gonna be all right? Because I've got a feeling he's quite relaxed about this, but you're really feeling the pain. <laughs> he couldn't give, he's just sat there relaxed, couldn't give monkeys, and you're going, I don't think I can keep these drugs inside anymore. <laughs> this is the problem, right? In between jobs, it sounds great, right? Thing is, some jobs you do not need to work at 100%. I understand if it is 
you look, you might be working indoors, you might be working as a designer, planner, whatever, that's great. You're working 100%, bam, 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 that is very efficient. Some jobs do not need to be at 100%. If you're a yoga teacher, right, you do not need to be at work at 100% on LSD. That is the worst thing to have. Come in the classroom, get on the mat, get off the mat, get on the mat, lick the mat, get around the mat, eat the mat, right? You don't need, you don't need that full percent, only certain things. Like the guy here, what's your job? There you go, teachers is needs as much LSD and smack as he can handle. Right? <laughs> Schools are dangerous. You need to be more equipped. You need to be able to hand out textbooks and move from a knife. Right? That's what you need to do. You need to be 100% LSD, bang, 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 and take the thing. 80% of teachers handed in the resignation in 2014, in the last year, <laughs> last year alone, 80% teachers handed in the resignation, right, within the first year. They're starting to go, we cannot handle this, this is how stressful being a teacher is. The other 20% were PE teachers. That is a job for life. That is amazing. That job in it, blowing away some eating crisps. You can do that all day long. <laughs> right. What would you teach? Uh, I work in a primary school. Oh, right, okay, that's good. Okay, are you going to take drugs with you next week? <laughs> the right answer is no, because it's school holidays. <laughs> good. I think we avoided any trouble there. Because <laughs> there's this bit of suspicion about this job here. I don't know whether this job, when you were saying in between, I think he's actually got a job, but I think it's actually something to do with police or something because you were quite nervous about that. Okay. I don't You don't know what he said? Okay, I'll, I'll remind you. He said that he's in between jobs. <laughs> oh, why he said that? So he does know what he does, but he was just saying it. Does he always do this? See, everywhere you take him, he always gives little clues. <laughs> I bet he's brilliant to have on a murder mystery weekend. Do you ever do that? Create a murder in the house and get him to just give clues. Good, okay. But make sure they're just actors, because I've got a feeling he would kill them. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen, thank you for listening. We're going to go back to this guy's house with this guy who's going to tell us Listen, you're not allowed to tell us where he lives. You don't know where he lives. He's going to give us the clues. Right? <laughs> We're going to be leaving here with just this guy going, well, it might be up this road, or it might be this one, or it might be between the roads. So I'm not sure where it is. Thank you very much. Take care. I'll see you later. Thank you very much.